1: Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. We're here to talk about week nine and bring you all the information that you need as well as our new weekly segments. It's gonna be awesome. I'm here, the Triforce is back. So I'm here. I am your host Doug Eddy. I'm here with James Creese, aka FF underscore Chef, and Tyler Guntner, the man from Minnesota, DHH underscore Tyler, if you're following at home and on Twitter. I hope Uh, James what's going on there in Jersey. I know you're not a jets fan and the giants are off this week, but the jets beat the bills. That's got to be exciting.
0: I mean, what happened more so that was exciting was to have all these Phillies fans around me and everyone is upset and it is great. I bust my uh, co-host chops this morning on the morning pod. Uh, I made references to four and one, uh, the power of three, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure the whole Eagles nest around me is just pissed, but thank God, you know, they still have the Eagles that are undefeated, so.
1: Yeah, I'm just glad that, you know, the Yankees didn't make the World Series because anytime the Yankees lose, I'm happy as a Red Sox fan. And I know the Red Sox, fan, <laughs> Red Sox aren't great, but you know what? If the Yankees can lose, they haven't had a World Series in a long time, and I'm happy about it. Tyler, what's going on there in the in the beautiful north? Is it nice and warm up there as it is here on the East Coast today? It was a warm day, but
2: it was windy, so all the leaves that I have yet to rake, I don't know what happened. They went from my backyard. We left our garage open on accident today during the day. To the garage? They <laughs> went from my backyard and just twirled their way right into the garage, and I opened it up today, and I'm like, what happened? I look in the backyard. I'm like, hey, I don't have to rake, but I have to sweep. You know, so that's, that's not where- a bad thing.
1: You leave the car <laughs> out of the garage. Yeah, you, you close the garage door. They're all in one spot and you just bag them right there. I actually like that strategy, even though it was accidental. Yeah, I mean, it was accidental. I think that actually works. I think that's easier to to procure than having them out in the wild of the backyard. Funny, funny leaf story. I was over to my aunt's today to watch football and she has a ton, tons of leaves. So she's like, Oh, we were just out yesterday for eight hours and it looks like we didn't even do anything. I go, Yeah, it really does. I don't even know why you wasted your time. Like, why wouldn't you just wait? So I'm a, I'm a chronic waiter. I look into my yard. I'm like, yeah, I got leaves. I look in the trees. Yeah, there's still lots of leaves. I'm not going out there and burning a day of my time to do it once and then get frustrated and then do it again. I ain't got that kind of time. So I'm just going to wait until 90% of the leaves are out of the trees and just do it in one big swoop because it's all about working smarter and not harder, which is, you know, a mantra we can have here in the Dynasty community as well. James, you want to say something?
0: Yeah, I do because you know I thought that way a long time ago when I first bought my house. I'm like, oh, I'm just wait for all the leaves to fall. Then you're out there for five to six hours trying. But would you to rather scoop do it
2: once up. or twice?
0: It's unbelievable! Unbelief- unbelievable! I liked. i, I It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh. I actually like to go you're out like once a questions. week. I throw a well, couple pods in my yours. ear, do some yard work on the Saturday, and clean up the leaves. I, I find that a little bit easier that you don't have to work as hard. I'd rather work a little bit more periodically than work like I'd rather do it. Like a servant
2: for, for the whole day. Yep. Crank get, it out. Check, get check it. Done. it. Yep. Check Mark. <laughs> check, check,
1: check, check. All right. So before we get rolling here, I just wanted to give a shout out to our longstanding sponsor, manscaped.com. Just an absolutely amazing revolutionary, to be honest, product. You know, I, I had I was telling someone the other day I had a I made a joke I'm like oh manscaper and they're like oh that's that's a pretty cool product I'm like yeah use our code and they're like wait you got they sponsor you guys I'm like yeah I said it, it works awesome and then my wife was like yeah it does a really nice job so I was like yeah, giving her some dap so just proof is in the pudding boys. And ladies, the girls can use it too. In the pudding?
2: Wait. In the pudding,
1: yes. It's a saying, Tyler, not literally in the pudding. Um, But you know what? I know it's called Manscaped, but I was thinking the other day, I'm like, it's not just for men. Ladies can use it too. They've got body hair just like we do. Maybe not as much, but they have it in those those sensitive areas as well. So it's skin-safe technology. It's waterproof. It's got an LED light on it. So if you've got overgrown hedges, you can see your way through. It's a wireless charger. They also include the Weed Whacker, which is a nose and ears trimmer. Again, if you're old like me and you're getting ear hair, yeah, I get it. That is included, which wasn't in the package with the lawnmower 3.0. And also, you get the Crop Preserver, the Cleanser, and the Reviver, which is going to give you all the sprays and deodorizers. So you can make that package just a glistening, welcoming area. That just, you know, the people that you want to be there will want to be there. So check out manscaped.com for all your grooming needs. Use code DHH for 20% off at Check out Manscaped. Your balls will thank you for it. I guarantee. That's a so, hell of a package. That's a hell of a package. Uh, so today we're going to talk some top rookie performers. We're going to go over some DHH stock report. We've got some other fun stuff for you as well. Um, you know, into news. There's not a lot of news today. Um, There was some injuries. It looks like the biggest, the biggest most major injury was to running back Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers left the game. I think it was in the second half. He was seen in a walking boot with a considerable limp after the game. Um, You would think that, Oh, AJ Dillon must've popped off today. Nah, he didn't do anything. And he got stuffed at the goal line a bunch of times. AJ Dillon looking like a boost so far this season. If Aaron Jones misses time, Obviously, A.J. Dillon will get the lion's share of the carries there. So it'll be interesting to see if he can do anything. Tal Because um, he's been, I know. So he's been, um, he just hasn't been good this year, A.J. Dillon. You know, he might have the the legs the s- size of tree trunks, but it hasn't, uh, you know, equated to fantasy he points. moves like a tree.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah. So Aaron Jones looking like he could obviously miss some time here if it's a high ankle or something a little bit more serious than that. Um, interesting one I saw, I was watching the Patriots game today and Deion Jackson, I thought he tore his ACL. Like there was a play that he had on the sideline. I'm like, Oh, he's done for the day. He stretched it out. He came back in the game. So I was like, okay, it looked like it was bad. And it wasn't, um, the whole Colts offense stunk today. So there's, you know, he didn't have a great performance or anything like that. It was, uh, I like to call ugly in Foxborough, nine sacks of Sam Ellinger. I thought that offensive line was decent. The Colts are just, they're, they're bad. I'm calling the Colts are bad. Um, So those are some of the, the quick injuries, but I really want to just jump into the podcast this week and talk about some rookie performers. As we always do every week, there were some great ones. We're seeing a lot of these same names in this space every single week. So we talked about the Jets a little bit earlier. Garrett Wilson. Another great game. He did have a funny play where he's trying to pass it and then, like, lost. He, like, hit it with his leg and then was like, Oh, I fumbled and then ran after it and jumped on it, which was kind of interesting. But he had eight catches for 92 yards. The Jets did beat the Bills today, and it wasn't on the wheels of like an awesome offense or anything like that. This was a, a very much a defensive game. There wasn't a ton of offensive output in this one, but Garrett Wilson looked good. Now, Tyler, he was your wide receiver one going into this rookie class. You must be feeling pretty good because I know that you roster. Some Garrett
2: Wilson. Yeah, I'm. I'm pumped to see it. It looks like he is winning. You know, despite the crappy play from Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is a bonehead. He makes terrible, <laughs> terrible choices. I was trying to figure out what quarterback Zach Wilson reminds me of, and it's Sam Darnold. It's Sam Darnold. Johnny Manziel. It's it, it's it's Johnny yeah, it Manziel. Might be closer. It's. <laughs> He's not that bad. It's um, God. There's one other quarter. Oh, Blake Bortles type type style of play it seems like it's okay it's either end of the second half or end of the the first half where he just like okay there's that one drive where here he is he's getting you know 60 something yards and a touchdown he's almost perfect and then he has every other drive where it's like you know one for for six and he throws a pick or something like that yeah he's not a good quarterback but Garrett Wilson is doing very well despite that and I mean, Elijah Moore not being on the field and Denzel Mims being the wide receiver too, that is helping him too. It, it's pretty much Zach Wilson's like, okay, I'm not going to throw it to Elijah Moore. He doesn't want to be on the team. Uh, I'll give it to Zach Wilson. He's hyper targeted and he's getting open and he's an he's an alpha receiver and we're finding that out real quick. And as long as he gets those targets, he will be able to perform at least as a wide receiver too.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And he's you know the last couple of weeks he's played really really well. In, um, you know, I mean, the Bills, they've had some injuries in their secondary, uh, but they have played well otherwise. And against the Patriots, he had a nice game, too. So it's nice to see Garrett Wilson going up against some good competition and having some nice volume filled days and good yardage numbers. He went over 100 last week and almost hit 100 this week, um, which was great to see. The next one was uh, I think a lot of people, you know, normally maybe would have started Tyler Algier um, if Cordero or Patterson wasn't back. So Patterson gets a couple of touchdowns. But Algier, you know, he's not known as like, I would say, an explosive player. His BYU tape, he's kind of more of a grinder. Um, And he went 10 carries for 99 yards and a catch for 24 yards. So over 100 yards from scrimmage. And I think Tyler Algiers looked pretty decent. Um, I don't know if he's ever going to be the guy, but I think he can be a guy uh, in a backfield. James, what do you think about Algiers' performances thus far this season? You like what you see?
0: I'm liking what I see from Algier. I don't. I don't really have a problem with it, especially with Cordell Patterson coming back and him still having ten carries. Made the most of it. I believe he broke out for one uh, big play. That's why we saw the 99 yards there. But over 120 all-purpose yards, you gotta love that from Algier. Yes, it was against the Chargers. All right, their their rush defense is is pretty bad. bad. It's pretty one bad. of the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as a rookie, I'm I'm liking what I see out of Algier, bigger back, probably will add more depth to the backfield next season. Uh, who knows what's gonna happen with Correll Patterson right. and that whole offensive uh unit in the in the whole sense of it, it's just a little weird. Get rid of Arthur Smith, for God's sake.
1: You know what uh Atlanta <laughs> <not> Falcons <laughs> you know what, you know what Atlanta Falcons rookie we haven't seen in this space in a while? Have Drake you seen him? London. Have you seen fake London? Oh <laughs> no! Have you seen
2: any of the passing I, attack? Pitts was missed on a deep ball because Mariota yes. overthrew him. Pitts was yeah. wide open. Yep,
1: he was kind and of flailing in the wind, though. It was in a, it was a weird play, but yeah, he overthrew him. Which Mariota Mariota Mar- Mar- overthrowing were, anyone were
2: targeted seven times a piece yeah. in this one. London and had a fumble ugly, and got you like a point this week. Ugly <laughs> yeah.
1: targets. That, ugly. that
2: fumble. That fumble when you're when you have Cleo <laughs> Mack in front of your face trying to rip the ball out. Yeah. I I think almost 90% of the NFL would fumble that ball too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We'll talk a little bit about our stock report and uh, maybe Drake London's name comes up there. We'll see Mm -hmm. our our next one from Thursday night. uh, You know, this wasn't a great matchup on paper, but man, Damian Pierce, just getting the job done. 27 carries. There was only a couple of running backs this week that went over 25 touches and he was one of them. And there was another rookie is not rookie, but second year player, Travis Etienne, went over that as well which was nice to see. But Damian Pierce, you know, there was no Brandon Cooks, there was no Nico Collins. They could they stacked the box, right? There's no reason they're throwing to Philip Dorset and uh Chris Moore of all people and Brevin Jordan. Like they're not throwing to anyone spectacular and Damian Pierce defies the odds, goes 27 carries for a buck 39. Tyler, I know you and I were kind of like I know Pierce is performing. I just don't the long term Oh, I'm with you performance on Pierce. I'm still skeptical because players oh, yeah. and you compared him to Thomas Rawls, which I think was a great comparison because he's got that, like running like a ball of butcher knives, fun like fun to watch, fun to watch, but it's fun until like the injuries start to pile up because he plays so physical in today's NFL. We don't see players, Chris Carson. We don't see players that run like that, that last long. So, you know, I think Damian Pierce is, he's, is he going to be an RB one the rest of this season? And, I know what you're going to say. He's going to be a sell, right? Like, it oh. has to be.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, mo- the more and more you watch college football and you pay attention to it, because the later as the season goes in college, I pay more attention to. The running back class is going to be absolutely filled with top-tier talent. And that's not even including players that are below them. Like, there could be, honestly, got 10 running backs. And there's in... already a lot of talent
1: in the league to begin with.
2: Yeah, I mean, I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll go over a couple names, but... Damian Pierce has a fourth-round pick. That's fine. You know, they found a diamond in the rough. Yeah. Cue the Aladdin sound, sound bit. Like and, they do with uh, Arian
1: Foster. He was a leader pick.
2: Yes, that's true. Montgomery. The, the thing with Arian Foster is that was a different day and age. Oh, the, for sure. You know, and, and we're in today's NFL where it seems like you're not going to – if you want that elite running back, they need to catch the ball. Now, Pierce has shown he can. But I don't think they trust him in doing that. And being a fourth round pick, I'm not shocked they're giving him almost 30 carries a game. They are going to Run use, him into the Yep, they're going to use him and see you later after year three or four. Like that's the, it.
1: The running back position is a meat grinder. Just I think get, that's
2: every running back actually. Make, the way you're saying good, it now, make some
1: good hamburger, eat it, and then move like, on to the next. Like, like for
2: me, like my, McC- like I'll give you McCaffrey. Like we're talking, oh, it's only two, three window. McCaffrey, I think, has another two to three years. In his lifespan nowadays with San Francisco, they're going to use him properly. And once he starts aging, they're going to be like, okay, we need to limit your carries, but use you as a pass catch pass catcher. Same with Eckler. Guys like Pierce, it's like, okay, I had your year. Your value's topped. I'm out. And that's where I'm at with him. So for me, he's a sell. He'll probably be an RB1, maybe high-end RB2 this year. And that would be the time to sell.
1: Yeah, I think he ends the season probably as an RB1 because the running back landscape just isn't um, – it isn't great this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if he – freaking Running him.
2: backs suck in Dynasty.
1: Yeah, they suck. Uh, like we said, is it once they hit 101, sell. Jonathan Taylor, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Mm. Yeah. All right, let's move on to another rookie running back who's scoring touchdowns every single don't week. Don't want
2: to sell
0: this one, though.
1: And, you know, another running back over 25 carries. It was Ken Walker, 26 for 109 and two scores, three receptions for 20 yards. So it was nice to see him get a little work in the passing game. You know, Ken Walker makes a couple of runs every week that you're just like, man, his his motor. Here's the thing. He doesn't take – Pierce is a more upright runner. Ken Walker's a little bit lower to the ground. I'm not as worried uh, like injury potential with Walker as I am with Damian Pierce just because of the way that they run. Um, but I love watch, watching Ken Walker play football. Uh, I, unfortunately I only have like, I think one dynasty share, but I haven't been a ton of redraft leagues because you know what? I didn't trust Rashad Penny and you shouldn't have either. And once Ken Walker became a value in later rookie drafts, he was going late first because Penny was looking like the guy you should have known better. If you didn't take Ken Walker, the value that he was providing later in the season, when we had rookie drafts, like shame on you. Like you should have just believed and and known that Rashad Penny is a flash in the freaking pan. And he's an injury waiting to happen because he's only had one good stretch in his whole career. It was last year and it helped people win championships. So people have recency bias and they remember like, Oh, Penny was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. But like what happened the other three years he was in the league? Like, let's be honest. Um, So yeah, Ken Walker, James, I know you're a big fan of Kenneth Walker. The third talk to me about like, I think he's just he's a cog in this Seahawks offense that makes them versatile. And I think he's very, very important to what they do.
0: Yeah, they went out and got Kenneth Walker for a reason in this draft. Uh, I know everybody was like, oh, they, they have Penny and oh, they need a quarterback, blah, 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 blah. They love to run the ball in Seattle. And I think Kenneth Walker fits this offense perfectly. He has the size and weight to be able to break through the tackles, get out to the outside. He loves to get out to the outside. And the only, I want to say, knock to his game was he had a little trouble getting to the outside because the Cardinals were ready for it this time. So heading into some tougher matchups down the stretch in the season, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets stopped a little bit more and maybe that volume goes down a little bit. But his he's getting so many touches in a game. 30 touches this week, 20 last week. The guy's on fire if you have them on your team, you're, you're lucky. And I'm, I'm holding. Cause it's yeah, only year one. I, all I,
2: all I see on Twitter is efficiency. Ken Walker's not efficient with his carries. He, you know, he has a couple of big carries, you know, who was also like that. Adrian Peterson. I saw it every Sunday. A I lot prayed. of running backs are like that. And you know what happened? It was, it was one yard, two yard. There's an 80 yarder. Then it was 1 yard, 5 yards, and there's a 70 yarder. That's what Ken Walker can be for his future cuz that's the type of running back he is. He's uh like you said, he's a guy who's who's going to get a ton of carries. He's just he's a motor and he's going to keep going 100% the whole way and then he's going to break one. Like you know he's going to break one each and every game and if not one, there's going to be another and then yep. another.
0: If we had a breaking news drop, I would push it right now shout out to Derrick Henry. He just passed Earl Campbell as the most touchdowns for the Titans franchise.
1: Yeah, and Eddie George too. I think he, t- he passed too cuz they were right, they were all clustered together. So, yeah, Henry having another season. People were fading him. He's, oh. Keep fading him. He's just a machine that guy. He's
2: he is the guy that we're going to be like, "You know what? If you can get a second for him this offseason, do it." <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: He's like this generation's Adrian Peterson though. Like yeah, He's except
2: just, AP fell real quick. Oh, and I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> I once, wouldn't Henry, be surprised. once Henry yeah.
1: turns 29 or 30. like
2: Next year, 29. Yeah,
1: 29 yeah. next year. Yeah, it's going to be a couple. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But anyway, enough of Derek Henry. Let's get on to our only tight end rookie performer. Tight end's been uh, pleasantly surprising, I think, for rookies this year. We've seen some, you know, your Daniel Bellinger's Chica Cuonco had a big catch in the game tonight for 48 yards. It's my mm-hmm. my tight end to buy a few weeks ago. Um, Kate Otten. No, Cameron Brate was ruled out again, and I actually fired up Kate Otten in our comic book league because Mark Andrews was ruled out, and I'm like, I'm not going to start Jonu Smith, so I'll I'll elevate Kate Otten from the taxi, and uh, he had a pretty quiet game up until the fourth quarter, and Tom Brady relied on him to make a couple of big plays. He catches the game-winning touchdown and goes five for 68-1. and one. <sighs> which will be easily a tight end one performance yeah. because tight end sucks. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Kate Otten, you know, I like what I've seen out of Kate on. We know Brady's not going to be there long term. I wouldn't be surprised if this is it like for Brady in Tampa, maybe he goes somewhere else. It's we don't know him. what, we don't know what Tampa's future is going to be at the quarterback position, but you know, the only other guys they got on the roster there, they've got Cameron Brate. They've got a, uh, what's the other guy they got there. I can't
0: see and Rudolph
1: <laughs> Rudolph. Yeah. Pfft. They got nothing. But Kate Otten is definitely the future of the position at that in that franchise, I think. So Kate Otten to me um in his rookie year, looking really, really good. And it's nice that Brady feels comfortable throwing to him in clutch spots. Um, you know, I was pre- I was crossing my fingers for a Godwin touchdown, but Otten got it. That helped me out too. And I love to see it when a young player at a position that frankly blows, um is nice to uh get a nice tight end one week, especially when in and in a bi-week hell with six teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. So shout out to Kate Otten. Looking good out there. Buddy. All right. Before we get on to our DHH player stock report, I want to give a shout out to our long-standing sponsor. It's Trophy Smack. TrophySmack.com, the absolute pinnacle of fantasy trophies, whether you play fantasy football, baseball, basketball, hockey, fantasy, I don't know, whatever, They've got it all. You can customize your belts. James has a customized belt. It looks awesome with the Swedish chef on it. Now, if it only had, oh, here's a business idea. What if they did belts and they had a little sound chip on them, like the little bears do when you go to Build a Bear, and you can press on it and can like, you can talk smack or, or like you have the chef on it goes, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> how <laughs> I like cool that would that idea. be? You know, I got to bring this to Trophy Smack and see if they'll, they'll add it.
0: And then the loser one be like, loser.
1: Or, like, the winner records a clip and sends it in, and then they put it in there, and it's like, you suck! Like, blah, <laughs> blah, blah. That would be a lot of fun. So, I'm just thinking of ways to grow the brand while I'm talking about them, you know? I don't, don't mind that. This is how my mind works. But check so out the innovation. Snack. We got stuff for losers in the league, whether it's a toilet bowl or just, like, you know, you want to celebrate the person that stunk. And uh, let's be honest, in a lot of fantasy leagues, there's a lot of teams that are just bad. This year, it's it's a weird year. There's a lot of one and two win teams. They're competing for these crap trophies. But more importantly, you want to reward the winner because in a in a year like this, it's ever more challenging to win your fantasy football league. So check out Trophy Smack. Use code DHH ring. You get a free championship ring. High quality, nice, heavy weight. You could knock someone out with it. But you get in a brawl. Uh, <laughs> so code DHH ring. They'll throw that sixty dollar value ring in there when you buy a trophy or a belt today. Once again. Trophysmack.com as seen on Shark Tank. All right. So let's get into, you know what? Before we do that, I went a little out of order. There were some trades. Why did I skip through this? i mean, <laughs> let's. I'm going to go through the trades and then we'll talk about them after. How's that sound? Chase Claypool got traded to the Chicago Bears for a second round pick. There were some competing offers apparently. I guess the Patriots were in on that, which I was surprised uh jeff wilson got traded to the dolphins he scored a touchdown for them today so shout out to jeff wilson tj hawkinson in a bit of a surprising move He's back he Ooh. goes in the conference from detroit to minnesota has a ton of targets today although a lot of them were like one yard catches that he ran with That's um okay. so tj hawkinson is a minnesota viking naheem hines is a buffalo bill I don't even think was he active today. I know I didn't. He see was, him.
2: but I think he was like the third running back, and okay. yeah, Cook was emergency.
1: Yeah, I had to learn the uh, offense. Zach Moss goes to Indianapolis. He was inactive for the Colts. They act. They activated Jordan <laughs> Wilkins in front of him. Eek. Um, Kadarius Tony went to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's got a couple catches already tonight. Really interesting to see him in that offense. If he starts to get comfortable, Tony could be. This could be a huge boon if you're a Kadarius Tony owner. And then Calvin Ridley, we didn't think we were going to hear his name anytime soon. And Calvin Ridley gets moved to the Jacksonville Jaguars from the Atlanta Falcons for some future picks. They have incentive with them. I love this move Same. for the Jacksonville Jaguars because the Jags, they've got Marvin Jones as their like field stretcher. Um, he's like 80 years old. So, so is you bring Calvin, in... though. So is Zay Jones. <laughs> but Calvin, you know, not a lot of tread on the tires. He's a great yeah. route runner, he can stretch the field. That's what Trevor Lawrence needs. You put that with Christian Kirk and some of the other, now that ETN's starting to really show that like he is the guy in that backfield. This is an exciting move potentially for the Jags. As long as Ridley can keep his nose clean um, going into 2023. And I think it's one of those things where it breathes life into his dynasty value, because I mean, we made a trade earlier this season, Tyler, we pretty much threw Ridley in and I was like, I'll take his contract years and I'll take his deal. It's not terrible. And I'll see what happens. It's yep. a complete roll of the dice, and, and it was in a deal with Kadarius Tony um, that we made for Traylon Burks, and I got my boy Brian Burns. What up? Um, so the trade deadline was good to me. Tony going to the Chiefs, Ridley landing in a new spot, getting a you know a new uh, breath of life in his dynasty value. So James, give me your thoughts on a couple of these moves at the trade deadline. And it was great. We saw record trades. There was ten on deadline day, uh, and I guess there was NFL teams talking to the office the commissioner's yes. office if they want to move this. the trade deadline back and that is awesome i would love that because it just means more activity and i love it now that football feels like basketball and baseball and hockey at the trade deadline it's not a joke where like nobody gets moved now people are being active so james hit me up on some of these takes that you saw during the trade deadline
0: yeah though i mean i'll start off with the one that didn't happen or both that didn't happen cream hunt was waiting for him to get moved. Brandon Cooks, another guy that I would wanted to see get moved, didn't Wisconsin. happen. And and I would love it if the trade deadline got moved. I didn't even uh hear about that. But yeah. Yeah. the ones that did get that really pop for me TJ Hawkinson, um, interdivision trade. We knew Hawkinson was good. Minnesota Vikings needed a tight end after Irv Smith was out for the season. He fits right in, starts today and was productive this is what we were hoping would happen with herb smith and i don't think it affects anyone else on that offense we still saw justin jefferson get his we saw dalvin cook get his minnesota struggled in this football game and they leaned on hawkinson early to get it going for them so i like hawkinson going forward i think his stock rose through through this trade because the quarterback play in in detroit was suspect to begin with. A lot of mouse defeat on the offense as far as Swift, Amon Ra. I think Hawkinson is going to be happy in this offense, especially going forward with Adam Thielen
2: probably out after the season.
1: QB upgrade too.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, 100% with a shirt off and uh, on the airplane. If you haven't seen it, go check out Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Kirk cousins celebrated with his teammates with a bunch of chains around him with a shirt <laughs> off. Hey, ever since he wore Christian darrisaw's chain, I don't think they've lost, which by the way, stud left tackle. They found yeah, a true elite tackle. Like Good. that. I was thinking about that. I'm like, Oh, you know, Hawkinson, they were talking about how we block, how he's a phenomenal blocker and how he might have to stay in and block. And I'm like, what's the difference? Like, the tackles I think in Minnesota are just the same. O'Neal and Daris are awesome tackles, so uh, I think he's going to be great. Kelvin Ridley, uh, I honestly I think Atlanta and Jacksonville won. Atlanta well, they wanted to get get him Gotta out. They on. want him, yeah. yeah. He was uh, due for his like fourteen mil, and they Atlanta's going to have a ton of cap. But for me, it was more of a a mutual respect trade like hey Calvin go get your life right start fresh he lives in Florida so that that worked out very well for Calvin Ridley and Atlanta gets a possibly a second round pick in i think 2024 and if that second round pick you know is Jacksonville's pick that could be early and they could win with that trade and uh, Atlanta is a it's an odd team for me but I, I kind of like what they're doing. They're fun. They're actually fun to watch. The defense is playing fast. They're competitive. The offense, the, yeah, it was it, a
0: conditional fifth in 2023, conditional second in 2024. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I like it for both sides. And I honestly, I think they were looking at a second round pick for him previous to the suspension. So they got a good deal for him.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think those are some fun. You know, there's some teams I thought the Patriots might move a receiver, whether it was Aguilar or Bourne. They stand pat. Like you said, with Cooks not stand going, pat. Kareem Hunt um, not going anywhere. <laughs> Set me for... Cam Akers not going anywhere. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He was great today.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Cam, Did you Cam, see those negative were, yards per carry? They were, were perfect. You weren't lying when you said Cam Akers is not going anywhere. He is not going anywhere. He gets the ball. He only had one gear, and it was
1: reverse. <laughs> it was,
2: what? Uh, man.
1: That line is – I told you. Terrible. My hot take yeah. episode, go back and listen to it. Yep. I told you the line was going to be a problem.
2: Here I am starting Alan Robinson, thinking, "Hey, Tampa Bay's defense is uh, short on corners. You know what? Nope. It's short on everything else.
1: How about Higby with a donut today? Like I didn't see that coming. Anywho, it's, I'm it's, not going to waste Cooper on that Cup garbage that game.
2: Matt Stafford loves. I don't know what yeah. they do at. I don't know what they do at breakfast, but there is a real connection there.
1: <laughs> it might be some under the table handsiness. I'm not sure, but whatever." All right, we are going to move on to our DHH player stock report brought to you by our friends at the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Use code DHH for a sub to let them know who sent you. We've got uh, comparison examples, you know, some first and all that kind of stuff with value. But Tyler, I want to, we're going to go. Tyler's got some players. I'll let you go. Then James, and then I've got just a quick couple. I'm not going to take too long because I think this might get a little long winded. And then we move on to some other segments. But Tyler, why don't you kick us off here? on your player stock report and some of the examples that All you're right. bringing this evening
2: so this is kind of a new spin on things and we love to use dynasty trade calculator i use it a lot for trades where i'm close with so do and I. like and and kind of just evaluating if my mind is in the right place and i wanted to do this as in like okay this week happened what are our minds telling us like we love to go out and kind of like the stock exchange be like hey do i want to buy low on this player should i sell Low on this player. Should I sell high? What should I do? And so for comparison, like a 23 early first is rated at a 30, a 23 mid first is a 25, and a 23 late first is at a 20. So I'll give the dynasty trade calculator values of these players when I talk about him. My first one is Jordan Love. Watching you love Jordan Rodgers, Love. I Ugh. do. I think he's a good player. And I would be shocked if we see him later on in the year. If the Packers get far, far behind. Maybe they want to see because I, I would not be shocked if is like, hey, I'm out of Green Bay or I'm just retiring like you guys got to decide. And I personally think Jordan Love is the future there. Aaron Rodgers had to wait three years until he got a shot when Favre left. It's Jordan Love's third year this year. Maybe he'll get a shot his fourth year. Like we we're we're like, oh, God, we have to wait for Jordan Love. Hey, maybe it's going to help. And. The best part about it is uh, LeFleur gets to pretty much control what Jordan Love does. He can't control Aaron Rodgers because nobody controls Aaron Rodgers. So I think with Jordan Love in, they can actually run a sound offense that Lafleur wants to run. And he'll, he'll have more control over Jordan Love. So at 1.9, yes, this is a super flex rating. At a 1.9, Jordan Love is a buy for me. Aaron Rodgers is playing god-awful. He looks checked out. Rodgers does. And Rogers sat three years, like I said before. It, it just to me, this is a very low point at an opportunity at a quarterback that can be a starter for you in Superflex. Why not go out and take a shot, especially at this level of price? You could give you could a probably third. probably find him on
0: waivers in some. Weeks. You
2: could give a third for Jordan Love, and you might have a starter next year in an offense that might get a new weapon at receiver. This is a receiver class that might be okay. Try to get
1: Chase Claypool.
2: They did. They they were gonna give their second and the Bears are like, Fine, we'll give you our we'll give you uh our second. And then and then mm. Pittsburgh's like, Okay, sure. So yeah, uh Green Bay. I I really like Jordan Love still. I can't quit him. He's right there with Moncrief. So for me, Jordan Love is a screaming bye.
1: Are they skeletons just holding hands on the hill?
2: No, Jordan Love is rotting right now. He's not a skeleton yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's getting there though. We'll see. Maybe he can uh some he get resurrected
2: if you will. It seems like every time he comes in, it's like six for seven for 80 yards and he, he's efficient and with Rodgers, it's like, oh, I'm going to check, check here. I'm going to call my plays with, with love. It just it seems like Lafleur can be like, hey, we need to run this play and Jordan Love level yeah. run it. James, who's on your stock report this week? Oh, I got a
0: nice big fat Travis Etienne on the top Woo! of my list. Uh, bye, 30, bye, bye. Yeah. No. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. 31.5. Early first. Now, Tyler, do you remember like a couple weeks ago when you tried to get Travis Etienne? You for mean me? when
2: James Robinson was actually running very well? So yeah, you got to put context into what you're saying. I'm putting you context talk.
0: into it. Yeah. James Robinson was running well. And I see the tide starting to change. ETN starting to get more and more value. And Tyler, Tyler came out with a nice offer. I'm not going to knock his offer. It was a, a late first plus. Um, he really wanted a running back, and I was like, you know what? I can't let Travis Etienne go. I see the usage going up, and along with it, I turn around and say, I believe that I can get more for him down the road. And Tyler's like, no way possible. No way. It's a second year. you know. Oh, James that, that was there. a used car salesman approach. By oh, way. well, <laughs> hey, hey, you're talking to one pal. Um, I'm in sales every day. Anyway. So Travis Etienne, obviously worth an early first right now inside the top 10 running backs the last three weeks. Two touchdowns today, third straight week with over 100 yards rushing. He is one of the focal points of that offense, if not the focal point of that offense. It seems to be working around him. They they use the play action off of his runs to get the ball down the field. And Travis Etienne, uh, Travis Etienne man, he's good. So I'm yeah. rolling with them. Yeah, nice you, comeback
1: win by the Jags today. They were down 17. Now the I Raiders picked, are blown I picked three. Them to win all I needed was a Josh Jacobs uh, touchdown. Damn the Raiders, it. the Raiders have now given up 17 point leads in three different games, and that's like ties for the record. And it's um, let me check week nine. So, so uh, Raiders bad
2: at a three at a 31.5. That is more than an early first. Would you rather have the the a potential superstar of Bijan? Bijan Robinson, who How looks be to be saying. elite, all scouts are saying this guy's movement ability at his size is insane. It's it's top notch. So, are you with this buying or selling?
0: It. I would have to say I'd have to wait and see after That's the not, draft.
2: Was not an option. It, uh, yes, it most <laughs> certainly
0: is. The draft hasn't happened yet. We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, Bijan could hey he could come out and be
1: I always be, lean on the gimme what I'm I can see with my eyes correct, in the NFL correct. like you just never know like Bijan might I mean we how many running backs have we seen be awesome in college and then not do well in the NFL a lot I of mean,
0: them. Travis Travis Etienne's projections he he may finish the season as a top 5 running back pushing his dynasty stock way up in the offseason and you know what yeah. after the draft they probably will pick up someone but I don't know if it's going to be anybody that's really going to take away any Kring work from Hux. him. Uh, why would they do that? No, because it's Jacksonville. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I just see him still climbing the mountain of pr- production. And I think his rank and value continues to awesome. grow for at least until up until I wouldn't sell him until after they're after your rookie drafts or Less. right before I would probably try to get like
2: a uh, uh, early first plus. All right, last That's last question like about it. it. You don't need to take a running back. You could take a quarterback. This is super flex ratings. So he's worth more than the one oh one. And you have a potential to get a quarterback in this class. CJ Stroud is all the hype right now. He had an off game against Northwestern. Uh Bryce Young, we he's smaller than Kyler, if you have not seen I'm gonna, him. I'm gonna
1: stop you right there and, and ask you in the last two years, how's that worked out?
2: Well, I mean, Justin Fields, we'll go over in a little bit, but...
1: Sure. At... Like, he's on a hot streak now, for but, sure. Yeah, but, like, you also had eater. to, like, plug through his rookie year and go, this but guy stinks.
2: Th- but the thing is, like, Trevor Lawrence, he's, yeah, he's dropped in value, but it's a quarterback. You haven't seen that extreme drop to where... Etienne... I mean, I guess it all
0: has to... It all depends on what you're, what you're looking yeah, for, what you need. Yep. Okay. Um, If you can get out of Travis Etienne, plus, like, someone's in love with his production... And he hits that plateau of a first plus and you're going to trade for a su- like a super flex high end quarterback in a rookie draft. Maybe it all depends. Like if, if Travis Etienne's is probably not your running back one. All right. On your team, you probably grew your team elsewhere. But if he is your number one, I'm not selling him.
1: Yeah, because if you were getting ETN, you probably drafted him between 105 exactly, and 109. You probably got him yep. a
0: little bit later in your draft. He mm-hmm. sat your whole year last year. So you've had to make moves around that
2: i mean for me I, he's a massive massive sell this offseason he's a running back oh yeah that's sure. my only my only thing i need to say he's i'm a not going to sell him right now though <laughs> no i'm I not going to sell.
0: sell him in season because i don't think we've seen it's jonathan taylor all we haven't seen again. him plateau yet
1: <laughs> shush all right let's keep it moving uh tyler you talked about garrett wilson a little bit earlier anything more to add on your stock report oh uh,
2: yeah he's worth a mid first and. I'm smash accepting a mid first for Garrett like I'm giving a mid first for Garrett Wilson easily. Yep. Like okay. that that's pretty much it. Zach Wilson is locking in on him and imagine a better quarterback throwing to Garrett Wilson.
1: Oh, I can't yeah. wait. I agree. James when, I... My, when Mike
2: White came in for like one down, I was like,
1: Yes, it's over. Oh. When yeah, when Wilson got hurt, I'm like, They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna unlock the offense. I was actually happy and then I was sad again. And then I you get like, sad about
2: Brees a little bit. You're like,
1: Oh, where's I Brees all? Yeah. Uh, so, James, I love this player that you have next on your stock report because I think he is a sneaky player He's good. to go and target. So talk to me, James, about this next receiver that you have. Next player I have is Donovan
0: Peoples-Jones, and you're not going to find him anywhere near the top of the ranking sheet for Dynasty Trade Calculator, which is perfect. His value right now on Dynasty is like Trade third? Calculator, 2.0. It's a mid-third. Oh, go out and buy Donovan Peoples Jones. He has the speed of Will Fuller. He can break open the field. Watson coming back. He's gonna light him up. The last three weeks, he's been a wide receiver three. 71 plus yards each and every week. He's on a bye week right now. Like, go out and get Donovan Peoples Jones. I, I made a trade in a in one of my leagues this week. I acquired Peoples Jones. We'll talk about it a little bit, but man, imagine him. If he's doing this with Jacoby Brissett, I can't wait to see what Deshaun Watson adds to this guy.
2: Here he is. End of the season. People will be talking about him like Gabe Davis this year.
1: He could be a league
2: winner at the end of the year. Yeah,
1: definitely could be. Yeah. I mean, we love the athleticism. He's got the record long jump and I think uh, the broad jump. He's still in the air. (laughs) <laughs> he's he's a free and yeah we'll talk some trades because i traded uh in a package and got donovan people's jones is what i thought was a throw in and i was like i don't view him as a throw in but thank you yeah. um so we can talk about that a little bit later as we go over trades Love so we're gonna we're gonna go back to tyler about that quarterback who set the nfl record for, for rushing yards today and is has been a top five qb over the last month tyler who is it
2: it's it's Justin Fields. Now, yes, it is. this will get updated. Now, Dynasty Trade Calculator, they update every week, which is fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's at gonna, He's going to gain some points. Yeah, <laughs> he's at a 26.3 right now, and that is around Garrett Wilson or a mid mid early first, so like 104 I'd say. And I'm giving that easily. Especially with the uh, people like this quarterback class. I have a little more questions about the 23 class than than most, like Bryce Young being like 5 5'9, 5'10, and 160 some pounds, it looks like because oh, like Kyler <laughs> Kyler looks like a bodybuilder next to Bryce Young. It's it's disturbing. And CJ Stroud can't run an offense outside of the, the platform. But Justin Fields, he's using his legs. They they're actually using them like they should have. Hey, he comes in the NFL. Doug, what was what was he saying? My men, I always looked up to Cam Newton. He's how I model my play after. Cam Newton was not an efficient quarterback at all. It was like 50% that that's what he was throwing yeah, for. Yeah, he made his
1: hay on the ground.
2: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, he didn't last, but you know what, with a quarterback like this that you were questioning about, why not just let him play?
1: Hey, Cam like, Newton was a league MVP and he had a good seven or eight year yeah, run. Like
2: for for me, I I don't like when they go to a quarterback and they're like, "Hey, you know, you did well in college, we like it." But let's change your mechanics. Let's change how you throw, even though you were super successful with the deep ball and throwing. Aaron Rodgers, nobody told him, like, hey, you need to change by pretty much jumping in the air and throwing it. Like, he succeeded with that for years. That's what he was good at. Fields is good on the run. He could throw it from any platform. And we're seeing him do that. Like, they're just saying, go out and just play backyard ball. And he's succeeding with it. And this team looks different. They kept up with the Dolphins' offense today. I mean,
1: they're scoring thirty points a week, like yeah, yeah,
2: and, and like this is what Fields should be doing. the The defense should be worried about Fields running, which unlocks guy like Cole Komet, who scored two times today.
1: Finally, we'll talk about him later, right, James?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: son of a bitch. And for for me,
2: <laughs> for me, I love seeing that. And Fields, I I will put my hand up. We're gonna talk about the Twitter streets, but. I was off on fields. I didn't believe it. I thought he was inefficient. I didn't like the way he was throwing. He And and it was Chicago, too. I didn't like what they did with him, what they put around him. And that's another thing. Claypool. Claypool is an upgrade for me in my mind. And he can block. He's a do big you, receiver.
1: Do you see a future where we, we look at the Spider-Man meme, they're all pointing at each other, and we see Josh Allen pointing to Jalen Hurts, pointing at Justin, <laughs> Justin fields. fields. Yeah. and And – this
2: whole time, I you know you hear the stuff like fifty percent of draft classes, quarterbacks will hit fifty percent. Now going back to last year's rookie class, you got to pick out two to three of those quarterbacks in the first round to hit, and I had trouble. Like I was sitting there, I'm like, is Trevor Lawrence a hit? Is Fields Trey Lance? And I'm trying to figure out which one. Like Zach Zach Wilson's out. Like that's an out for me. He's not right. hitting. Mac Jones so, has been eh this Mac year. Mac Jones has been. He hasn't eh. taken
1: a jump. Yeah. But
2: but like for NFL stakes, like who's gonna hit? And Fields, it looks like, is there. Maybe next is Trey Lance. Maybe. Maybe he can get in
1: that meme. God, I hope so. Because <laughs> I I you. I've got some Trey Lance here and there. But here's the thing. We saw Chicago's gonna have $100 million to spend in the offseason. Josh Allen gets Stephon Diggs. Boom. Jalen Hurts gets AJ Brown. Boom. Works on his passing. Justin Fields gets question mark possibly boom we're seeing the same pattern rushing quarterbacks that are inaccurate they they work in the offseason their accuracy they get a stud weapon and now jalen hurts is a top five quarterback every single week it seems like and you know he was questioned him, like oh is he the future yeah he's the future there he looks hmm. great i think justin fields they're gonna have the money to pay or trade for a receiver on a big contract Wouldn't surprise me, like I said, if it's Spider-Man meme next year and Justin Fields gets a weapon and then all of a sudden it unlocks the passing game and it's the same as it was with Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, I I like that quite a bit. So, James, let's move on to you. We talked a little bit about A.J. Dillon earlier. You've got him on your stock report. Talk to me about that.
0: Yeah, uh, basically because of Aaron Jones getting injured today, if you can make a move and get Dillon off of your squad, I advise it. All I, right. I Aaron, you say on. Uh, I was like, "Oh, no, no, don't don't no, no." This is a sell. Say- <laughs> this is a sell semi-high opportunity. He could be worth up to an early second right now in Superflex leagues. Uh 12.5 on the rating sheet. Mid seconds going for about 9, early seconds going about 12. So, okay. I like getting out on AJ Dillon now before his stock plummets even more. Uh, he, we had high expectations in the offseason. They re sign Aaron Jones. He looked good last year, too. and even going into the beginning of the season, we said, Oh, Dylan, you know, 1B, he's looking like a 2, 2E two at this point. <laughs> um, and it's just not, it's just not <laughs> so looking good. Jokes there, it, it's just not looking good for AJ Dylan. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, Get out while you can sell high. Well, it's not really high, but it's yeah. sell where you got him for Get out while you can get your equal value.
1: Yeah. Uh, a
0: couple of bad matchups ahead, even if he does take the reins, Dallas, Tennessee. And that offense is just
1: broken. Let's like
0: be 100%. So I, I'm, I'm kind of scared of Packers going forward and Dylan's a part of that. Try to get out while you can.
1: Agree with you, Tyler. Your last one is a, a kind of forgotten about tight end. Like yeah, talk to and- me, talk to me about this. He made a great play along the sideline for a big game today. Yeah, big game today. The way Seattle's used their tight ends has been maddening. But talk to me about who you're you're talking about here.
2: Noah Fant. Now the forgotten Mem- tight remember end. Remember him? Yeah the the is he a Bronco? The elite prospect. <laughs> he's in Seattle. I think he's a free agent after this year, unless they picked up the fifth year option. I'm not sure if Denver actually um, did before the trade. I don't know, but. He is a cheap, young tight end. He's 24. I had to look at this like five times and be like, wait, hold on. He's only 24 years old. He came in, he was like 21 as a rookie, right? Yeah, Yeah, or like three. One of the Mm -hmm. two. But yeah, he's super young. He went five for 96 this week. It looks like Geno likes him in the middle of the field as like a safety blanket. He's still super athletic. The issue with him was catching the ball. He wasn't a great catcher of the ball in Denver. It seemed like he had some drop issues. Maybe it was can... the
1: maybe it was the air pressure there. It, was it, too it thin. could have
2: been. It could have been. Maybe he needed the rain to kind of make the gloves sticky. sticky. You know, it's always yeah. raining in Seattle and sleepless. But yeah, Noah Fant to me seems like he's a great piece. He is at a three point four on Dynasty Trade Cook there. Now, if you ask Pete Davidson, it's at like a 30.7 because <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to trade. He loves Noah. Yeah, yeah, and that. I mean, you will always have those fans. Like, I love Hawkinson. I will always have him higher up than most. Yep. But yeah, uh, Noah Fant is a great cheap piece in Dynasty. And I mean, we saw it with David Njoku. It took him more than we thought. But yeah. until this injury, Njoku looked like a top-five tight end, and he was. always
1: follow the athleticism hundred percent and draft
2: capital i mean draft capital too ebron broke out very late as well with pittsburgh it takes a little bit and Noah Fan, i think is going to go that route too so if you can go ahead and snag him i think next year will be a tiny mid to large breakout so all the ranges
1: (laughs) I, i like that one we've got one more from you james and this is a player that i'm a huge fan of but i get it the situation not great bob Talk to me yeah. about your last player here.
0: I'm nervous about Michael Pittman. I'm really, really nervous about him. I'm really nervous about the Colts situation as a whole. Ellinger looked like Ellinger that we saw in the combine. Very inaccurate. Overthrowing passes. Um, it's not good for Michael Pittman. They're
1: and full on tank mode. without. Wh-
0: while they played yeah. a good defense in the Patriots this week, I still think that there's going to be problems ahead and a, a value of 29.9 you're talking about a mid to early first round pick in Michael Pittman now you turn around and said hey do you want to upgrade in running back for you know Bijan or you you want a quarterback this is the option here where Michael Pittman has probably reached his ceiling as far as dynasty value i don't see him continuing on the same path Until they get that offense figured out, and it could be a while. They're missing pieces on the offensive line. They don't have a a capable, content quarterback.
1: No left tackle, which is Get out while you
0: can. He hasn't scored over 12 points in the past three games. Ellinger is a dumpster fire. I'm selling for a mid-first, and that's that's it. I'm out on Pittman.
2: So with Pittman also, he is an older prospect that came in. I think he's like 23 when he was drafted. So he is an older player. So you're looking at it until the Colts get right. And a quarterback, which I think, I mean, for people they could who never, watch, they might not ever get right. For, on quarterback. for, for people Are who they going to have Aaron
1: Rodgers next year? Cause you know, I, they need another recycle. I think
2: Ursay is done. I think he'll go into the Colts next year. <laughs> is done with old quarterbacks. And I think that's why this with the, the for me, I think it's Will Levis, who's a big arm guy who loves oh. to take shots. Will Levis seems like he's going to be a Colt, but for me, he's also a very risky type quarterback and no matter who they get, Pittman is going to have some growing pains with them. So you're looking at another year of growing with him. He's going to be like 27 before you see not, another full. I think if outside. I'm going to go out
1: and try to, I still love Pittman. I love the talent and I always chase the talent. I think, um, with Pittman, I'm going to wait till the end of the season, see how bad it really is and then try to get him cheap.
0: I agree. Uh, so. his value is going to continue to drop. So no, I know wanna, I'm not trading for a him now. At that,
1: Good. I'm not trading for him now because it's Week Nine and people still have hope. But if oh, it's week definitely 16 a sell- seller's market like, right now. It's Pittman. real bad. If I can get Pittman for an early second,
2: I would say late first. This wide receiver class is not that great. So for yeah, me, but
1: there people might be like, I'm just done. Like you, you might be able to find that person that gives him up for an early second. Two, and You throw in a player like
2: two 202 comes on the clock and there's a player somebody wants.
1: There's always going Michael Pittman yep. for him. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I love that. So yeah, that is, uh, and I'm not going to add anything because we're running a little bit long. So no worries there. So that was our little stock report we're doing here, kind of
0: stock exchange. Getting getting
1: some samples of what's going on, taking the temperature. So let's move on to some of our lovely weekly features here. We've got Tyler's oomph player of the week. Tyler, I think I know who this is going to be. I didn't even look at the show sheet.
2: (laughs) It's it's Joe. It's Joe Mixon. Five touchdowns. Oh, shocker! Wow, Joe, Joe Mixon. I actually saw a burst from him I've not seen since I watched his college tape. For me, all season, he kind of looked like he was running in second gear. Into a wall. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't look like he was running hard or fast. They finally just...
1: ran him outside.
2: Yeah, and and he actually, for me, it actually showed, like, I don't know if he was dealing with an injury or, or what, but he looked fast today. And all the other games I watched, he did not look fast at all. Um But for me, five touchdowns go sell.
1: Well, you have to get downfield to look fast, and he was just running into the teeth of the defense all the time.
2: I I want to sell him so badly. If I can pivot to another running back I would love to.
1: He went from the R B eleven when the week started on the season to the R B two in one week.
2: Even if I'm a contender, I am selling Mixon. And I'm gonna pivot to a younger running back or even like a Tony Pollard. Or what about
1: an injured running back if you're not competing? Would you would you go Javante or Brees plus? I think I'd probably do that. I, I'm
2: actually staying away from Javante due to the extent of his injury. And how but bad that for Brees all day.
1: Brees is such... We'll talk We'll talk about Brees shortly in our trades. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's such a massive buy.
1: Absolutely. So that is Tyler's oomph play of the week. It is Joe Mixon and his five tutties. Over 50 fantasy points. An absolute baller week from Joe Mixon. Just a
0: quick question because... Sure. You know, I'm, I'm just maybe because to see the market a little bit we're just getting off the market thing you think i can get kenneth walker for mix uh kenneth walker plus for
2: mixing no you'd no. have to do one for one i Ugh. don't think anyone. And would, and i don't, I don't want to do one for one i for don't that. think anybody would do one for one right now either just yeah. due to i mean the, if the walker youth. had
1: a, a bad week or a couple of weeks yeah, but not when he scores two touchdowns and touches the ball over twenty five times. Now
2: that's a, that's the thing. Like Etienne Walker, Brees will still be in the top five. Like those guys are in the top five right now until this incoming class when Gibbs and uh, Bijan come in. Great yeah. insight. So Thanks, guys.
1: We are going to move on to James's spray tan player of the week, and this one, this one hurts me, James. I, I just go. I don't want to talk about it.
0: it. I mean, he did great today. For the first time, we finally saw. Cole commit look like the Cole commit that we hoped for five for 41 and two touchdowns the, but he has three touchdowns in two games guys. Let's get excited. Let's get excited. Wait, it's the first game he's had over four targets um, and he's going to continue with this. I believe Detroit Atlanta next two games looks like a great matchup for him, but it's the Bears and they do not know what they are doing next year. They're flip-flopping around. They're moving personnel. In tight end premium, I'd be looking to sell off of this high week or the next few high weeks before your trade deadlines. Get it in now. Get them off your rosters because, you know what? I'd rather have the picks or other players on my team without Komet putting up duds each and every week. (sighs) Sorry okay, Doug.
1: That's okay. That's okay. I am still I'm still yeah. pro Cole. You're Comet. teetering
0: on the fence. You are teetering on that fence though.
2: Admit no, it. No, no,
1: I love Cole Comet. I'm not moving him.
2: Yeah. I am I'm, I'm, I'm
1: stubborn when it comes to my tight ends. I, I hold them closely. I nurture them like little babies until they grow into grown men and then I sell them off for if way, I get an way offer more than for I paid. Cole Comet
0: this week, I am definitely selling.
2: Them. So, uh, with me, it, the way they're using fields it seems like Comets Cle- running ten yards away and just right next to Fields, which is perfect. I don't, I don't see this changing much. Um, yeah, I, Wait, I think this do actually you helps. think
0: it's going to turn into more of a Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson kind of ma- like setting? I would say then. Th- then I would say, all right, pump the brakes.
2: But I mean, Komet had
1: sixty catches with him last year. They are it's also copying.
2: Start. They, all, they are also copying the Ravens playbook, apparently. They have so. said mm-hmm.
1: that they, they saw things Lamar does and they're using those. So. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. It definitely looked like that today. That's for sure. I mean, come mess yes. up Mark Andrews. So. Can't wait <laughs> to see what Not Isaiah yet.
1: likely does on Monday Night Football, by the way. I hope he has a nice game. It's likely that Andrews he's like, is out.
2: Likely yes, 50 points.
1: Let's hope so. All right. Moving on. I want to give a shout out to Underdog. If your season's over, and let's face it, in some of our leagues, it's over. And we're starting players that we didn't even think we would start this year. It's bad. I had to start Cam Akers in a league today. Yeah, it's bad. Um, Because I had Damian Harris and Jonathan Taylor out. Good times. So if your season's over and you're like, you know what? I still want to be involved with fantasy football and do some fun things. Maybe make some player bets and prop bets and and hopefully make some money like James. He's been winning some money over there. Go download the Underdog app right now. Use code DHH, have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. You put in 50, you'll get 50. Put in 80, 80. You know how this works. It's free money for something that you want to play and you're going to play anyway. So get some free money. Enter yourself into some NFL best balls over under predictions for the entire season. They also have other sports on there as well. If you're a sycophant and you just gamble like crazy, go ahead and do it in moderation. Be safe out there. Don't miss out on this deal. Once again, use code DHH for your deposit up to $100 matched. My tight end player of the week, uh, you know, there's a lot of young tight ends out there. It, it's it's being more and more challenging thinking of one every week to be honest. <laughs> but I'm out here in these streets and I'm trying to get it done. So for me, last week it was a player that was on by and that was hurt and it was David Njoku. Still believe in all that talent with Njoku. Um Harrison Bryant, they didn't even use him last week when Njoku was out. So Just goes to show how important Njoku is in that offense. And when he comes back, he'll be fine. Uh, It's Pat Fryermuth. So, Pat, his low key had an over 20% target share, and he's Kenny Pickett's favorite target. Now, it's going to be interesting with no Chase Claypool. You know, they're going to get George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and Fryermuth. I think those are the three that they're going to use in the past game. Calvin Austin. I was just going to say, keep an eye (laughs) on Calvin Austin when he comes back. He's a very intriguing prospect. He's been on some of my IR spots in some of my leagues. So it'll be interesting to see what his users look like. But Pat Frymouth has been a solid like six or seven catches every week, 65 to 80 yards. We know he's a beast in the red zone. Um, he should continue to be a tight end one. And we all know what I've said about him versus Pitts. Uh, I like Friermuth. You know, he's one of my guys, and I got him for 10% of the cost of Kyle Pitts, and I will brag about that until forever, until Kyle Pitts becomes the tight end one in fantasy, which may never happen. We don't know, but I'm going out, and I'm trying to acquire Pat Friermuth because the tight end, when you have a tight end that's that consistent, it's going to give you an advantage in your lineups. Will he become the next Kelsey or Andrews? I sure as hell hope so. I don't know because Pittsburgh's offense, until they get a line, until Kenny Pickett grows into possibly a solid starter, but I like what I see in that offense with Fryermouth involved. His target percentage is what I'm chasing and the talent. I know he's had a history of concussions. Maybe that's something that, you know, if you're trading for him, maybe the owner's worried about it. You know, I remember everyone freaking out about Brandon Cooks. Like, one more hit and he could retire. That was three years ago, and he's been absolutely fine. Um, so I'm going out and trying to acquire Pat fryermuth especially in your tight end premiums. I would give up a, in tight end premium. I would give up a late, late first. first for Pat yep. Fryermuth. And that's and where his through. value
0: is right now. He's on yep. that late first according to Dynasty Trade Calculator. Yep. Shout out. He's he's worth a uh, twenty point five in Superflex tight end premium leagues. So if you're competing, go out and try to sell your first for Pat Fryermouth. I would I know, do that all day.
2: I know in the analyst league that James and I are in with uh with a few analyst friends, I actually gave up one twelve in the twenty twenty two draft class and I was Pumped about it. Mm-hmm. Now there's a few people that were like, "Oh, I, uh, why would you do that?" Like because we prematurely like, think. And I, I know James was for that, and Corey, I was so mad you pulled that and off. Corey <laughs> was also a fan of that, and there's a couple others, but yes, I was absolutely I'm so pumped. Mad. to Get you pull well, off you what know, you pull off. Frymuth is he's a he's a star in the making, and also Pittsburgh people stop comparing every tight end to uh, Heath, Miller. Heath Miller. Heath Miller wasn't I'm even good. So, he was the. He oh, was god. your
1: average Joe. He was like a ghetto Jason Witten. Like, but not even nearly as good. I I'm
2: trying to figure out like he's like a Jim Klein saucer that got targets. If you remember him, that's <laughs> yeah. a callback.
1: That is that is a callback. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. He's like that guy that like everyone loves, but he's not that good. And he's got yeah. an easy name. Uh, Do you guys remember what's...
2: when he had six sixty catches for six hundred yards and eight touchdowns? Oh my Ooh,
1: god. Wow, Heath Miller. Did he wasn't he an all pro? Did he make a Pro Bowl? No. No, get out. Get He's out. all city. Let's talk all about people. these city. Let's <laughs> talk about these. I, I'm going to skip Twitter streets. We talked about Justin Fields enough on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get into trades because I, I'll go over mine first and then let you guys yeah. talk because I've got them in my mind already. I made a big boy move in a league that Tyler and James are both in, and I moved Love Jonathan this. Taylor, I moved Deion Jackson, and Donta Foreman, and received Brees Hall and Michael Carter in return. Now, part of me was like, I'm looking at my roster. I have McCaffrey, I have Cook, I have Ramondre, I have Miles Sanders. I was like, okay, I have all those guys for the future. I really like Brees Hall. The guy that I traded to is a Colts fan. So I said, hey, straight up, Taylor and Jackson for Hall and Carter. And he's like, if you throw in Donta Foreman, I'll do the deal. So I'm like, I'm never really going to start Donta Foreman. <laughs> Look what Donta Foreman did this week. Crash Absolutely week. bupkiss. You,
2: you actually did not help his team because he started Donta Foreman. So. Oh, uh-huh.
1: Um, and now I got Brees Hall back. The money's about the same. It's a contract year, salary cap league, but I got Brees Hall for the next like eight years, whatever. I didn't care so much about the years. Um, but for me, it was like, I really like Taylor. But again, like what James said with Pittman, what if this team is a dumpster fire for the next two years? And we never see Jonathan Taylor reach even anything close to 20 touchdowns again, where the Jets seem to be going in the right direction. They've got young offensive linemen. They've got good coaches in place. They maybe they don't have the quarterback of the future, but they showed with backup quarterbacks that offense can still be run. And I love what Brees Hall did in the passing game. They didn't use they don't use Jonathan Taylor in the passing game much, even if he was healthy and Naheem Hines wasn't there. I don't know how they'd use him. So for me, Brees Hall and I love Michael Carter. He's one of my favorite players. So to get Carter, I was like, okay, I'll do this deal. So that was my big boy deal. Um this Good week. stuff, getting that done.
2: Yeah, was, I, I loved deal. it. I know you asked us, but you yeah. know our opinion, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, my thoughts on trading running backs are that are kind of at the tip top slash down mm-hmm. downturn of their yep. career. Absolutely. And Brees is, like, uh, Jonathan Taylor is a for me a great player, but the way they use him, he's not going to be unlocked unless he goes to a different team or the offense change, changes. Brees has shown that he is the Saquon Barkley type level player that we all look for, for in mm-hmm. a running back. So,
1: Oh, I got another cool. one real quick before I go to move on to you too. With the same owner, he came to me, uh, first game before Deandre Hopkins came back. So three weeks ago. And he's like, he's like, Hey, would you move Hopkins? And again, I'm deep at receiver. I'm looking to get out on Hopkins in a dynasty. league. He was expensive. Of course. I was, I was like, he's thirty. He
2: like two years left.
1: He's, yeah, that, so yeah. so he offered me he offered me uh, a 2024 first round pick. So I was like, okay, I perked up. And then he offered me Donovan Peoples Jones and Devin Duvernay, um, as well. So I was like, okay, like I like Peoples Jones. I like what I've seen from Duvernay. He's a good depth piece on my dynasty roster, and I can put both of those guys on a taxi. It's a three year taxi, so I got those guys stashed away. And then getting the first was big. Like Tyler even said, we talked about it and he's like, well, what if his team's not great? Like that could be a really great receiver. Marvin
2: Harrison, Jr. Who is
1: like dynasty
2: top 24 receiver right now. And he's not, ends not even yet.
1: We'll see if that pick ends up being that high, but even if it isn't to get an extra, maybe possibly mid first for Hopkins, when honestly, like I looked at my team, I think I can compete. Could I win the whole thing? Sure. Um, But I was like, I have enough depth to get a pick. Tyler's like, no. Um, To get a pick, I was like, all right, I need to start. Because I've traded picks. I traded to get McCaffrey. I've traded picks to get Cook. Like, now I'm kind of in the mode of like, all right, I'm getting younger players and I'm accruing picks. So I'm trying to build something at the same time as keeping it a little bit young. Um, So I think the deal made a lot of sense. So I'm super happy with it to get a first-round pick back for Hopkins. And this is before he even played. Like... (laughs) You know, I mean, he had a quiet week this week. He did have a touchdown, but the last two weeks he has been great. And I'm still happy with it. Like, yeah. I'm happy to move on.
2: And and the be- the best part about it is you and I, about two years ago, you traded C.D. Lamb to me for Hopkins in the same league. You won yep. a title that year. So, yes, Hopkins helped you win a championship. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of saying peace out. But he's still you- getting a high end return yes, on his exactly. investment, which is great. Hundred percent.
1: And hopefully Peoples Jones. I have Deshaun Watson too, so that, that was nice because I can pair those guys together. You need him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really do. I need him to be good at least when he comes back. Yes. I need one more quarterback in that league. Screw you, Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford. You
2: your quarterback bums. carousel is you the bums. best thing to watch.
1: Brissette Mariota have outscored both of you bums. He just
2: the best part about it is Doug has no idea who to start, and whenever he starts somebody, there's always that one on the, the bench other guy that goes, just off. goes yeah. off. It's so fun it's to true. watch. All right. I got a couple trades I want to go over. Zach Ertz for CPAT in a league. It's a contract league. Uh, Ertz was on the last year of his deal, so he's off my team anyway after the year. I needed running back depth after losing Brees Hall, and Patterson is a cheaper option. He offered me something else I didn't like, so he needed a tight end after Njoku went down. We made the swap, and Patterson actually slid right into my lineup. I did not trust Swift, and Patterson might actually help me win this week. So. that nice. was a nice deal. And then another one, uh, it's another home league. I have Dallas Goddard, and I'm going to trade at the end of the week. It's one of those ones where you can't make a trade before the after the game start. I'm going to get a 23 first and second for Dallas Goddard. I already have Kyle Pitts. I have four 23 first, and I have no idea how I ended up with four. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for you. I, I looked, and I go, how do I have four? Now, some trades I sent off players four firsts where I, they were just more depth pieces and goddard to me I, i'm a team that i it's competing i'm like i think i'm like the third best record but i don't feel like i can win it so for me it's like if i can get four twenty-three first and just got to have those honest stock,
1: conversations with yourself right Like, and i
2: can just stock <laughs> pile those first and if i can hit on like two or three of those whew, this team is going to be insanely hard to beat in the next five to six years so that's what i looked at and i'm like I'm comfortable with giving Goddard. I have AJ Brown on that team and I don't like stockpiling, you know, all those players on one team. So for me, I'm, I'm going to diversify my bonds we'll and tank uh, financial shout out. Yeah. So now I'm going to have four of those 23 first.
0: It's kind of like what I did this year in, in uh, my, my home Superflex league. I had four first round picks and I just cleaned house. I got Kenneth Walker, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, all in the first round. Um, and I thought I was rebuilding and I'm I'm in second place in the league right now. And I'm going for the championship. Sometimes I'm, it happens uh, like eight that. Eight and one after this week. So, man, you got to make some moves. If and I made I've one noticed. move this week. Oh, yeah, go ahead. One move that I made this week. And this is why. And I learned this from Tyler back when I listened to the DHH podcast uh, in the prime days of DHH. Tyler always mentioned, go out in your offseason, dare you, and acquire (laughs) off your waiver wire those older quarterbacks that are second string behind the starter that are still capable to play. Is this a Tino
1: Smith tweet? Oh, an Andy Dalton one. Okay.
0: Andy Dalton has been sitting on my bench. I played him through my bye week. I don't need him anymore. And someone needed a quarterback this week. So they go out. They say, hey. What do you do for Dalton? I'll give you uh, a second. And I'm like, see you know ya. See ya. <laughs> I'm like, I'm uh... Andy. off to the toy box.
2: I, I countered. He is my brother, but I will trade him for a second.
0: <laughs> so I gave up DJ Shark, who I think will be replaced by Jamison Williams when Jamison Williams he gets still in on there. Detroit. That's yeah, real he crazy. is. He's on he IR. Is. Yeah. He's on IR. So he may not have anything after his one-year prove-it deal because, you know, he didn't really have time to prove it. Uh, and Andy Dalton, who who knows the next time Andy Dalton will play after the season, we have no idea. So I got Donovan Peoples-Jones, like we talked about. I knew I need receiver. I am rebuilding in, this, in the Superflex League. Very short uh, wide receiver pool on my team. So DP, DPJ for the win and a 2024 third, I'm okay with that. Okay. I, I think it's equally matched. I'm not trying to get over anybody. I'm not trying to put
2: a bag over anybody's head and uh,
1: hit them with a frying so. pan or anything. It's such anything. a non-Jersey thing of you. Yeah, saying,
0: usually
2: I mean, it's uh get the, get it's the a garbage brick, bag. throw it into the water, let, watch them sink.
1: Something about it's a fugazi. I mean, if, I...
2: if,
0: they, if they're if going with the fishes, <laughs> they're going to go with the fishes. They love to swim with the you fishes. You've got a
1: pile of cinder blocks in his backyard. Yeah. And There's cool. a what lot of doing? Bay
0: Area around my house. I never do it by my house, though. You got to go
2: offshore. And just let him swim with the people. Field. Think James is a professional landscaper with all those blocks. the ground, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I just collect uh, cinder blocks for fun, you know. Yeah,
1: beautiful, it's beautiful a hobby of mine. All right, let's wrap this thing up. We're running a little bit long. Some good trades this week. Lots of good discussion. Hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy it, make sure to go on to Apple iTunes, leave a review and some commentary. We'd always love to hear what you have to say. Except for that one guy who was a jerk a while ago, but whatever. He's yeah, We're yes. done with him. He's he's in the fishes there. Uh, right. So shout out to Dynasty Nerds, our friend Rich. And team, go sign up for the nerd herd. Use code DHH for 15% off of any subscription. You're gonna find trade tools, an extra nerd herd episode, prospect film room, prospect scores, and the dynasty gm, all sorts of awesome stuff over there. And it's getting cooler out eventually. It was like 70 degrees here in New England. Seventy five here in Jersey today. Yeah, right. It was Four it's, to been, three. it's been Four beautiful. To three each so if you need a sweatshirt or a hat, go on Verdi Global. <laughs> guinea tea. <search> <laughs> a <laughs> guinea tea. Do we have guinea teas? I have a can guinea Can I tea. even can I even say that? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, A shirts. Oh, You yeah. can say it. I can't say it.
0: It's all right. I'm not so. offended.
1: That's right. good. Uh, so check out Viridian Global. Search Dynasty Happy Hour or DHH. And you can find all sorts of stuff there. Once again, shout out to our sponsor, Manscaped. We've got Underdog uh, as well as Trophy Smack. You heard the codes before. Make sure you use them. Go support the sponsors. We'll love you for it forever. And uh, we're just going to wrap this up. We're going to see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour.